You sleep a long, deep sleep and awaken. Your back is stiff, your mind is foggy, you crawl out of your burrow and bask in warm spring sun. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. Mid-March can be a turbulent weather time, but signs of spring abound regardless. In mid-February, I went on a short trip to southern New England and heard birds singing and saw turkey vultures and bluebirds, spring signs that seemed far in the distant future from a main perspective. But the spring signs we see south of here come north eventually, and by now should be caught up with the phenology observations made in southern New England a few weeks ago. Various ducks are showing up in open water, smelts are running, and on especially warm days, the topic of today's feature emerges from the ground chipmunks. I have noticed that most people, even passionate naturalists, tend to ignore squirrels and chipmunks. These small mammals are common enough that they can seem less special to observe. But what an opportunity these common species can provide by allowing us to observe them regularly. Unlike the elusive fisher or indigo bunting, we can see squirrels and chipmunks regularly enough to be able to start making connections about the trends of their behavior. For the past couple years, there has been what I can only assume is an entrance to a chipmunk burrow just 15 feet outside the window where I sit and drink my morning tea and write the Nature of Phenology episodes before I head to work. On the warmest mid-March days, when the morning sun hits the wooden planks adjacent to this burrow entrance, a chipmunk will emerge and sit motionless, head towards the sun. Our first truly warm spring days inspire the same behavior in me, as all I want to do is be outside and absorb our first warm rays of sun of the year before the black flies hatch, so I feel a sort of kinship with this chipmunk neighbor of mine. February to April is the first of chipmunks' two breeding seasons, so you may see them running around in pairs or making their characteristic chipping calls now. There are 25 species of chipmunks in the world, and all but one species is found in North America. The chipmunk species we have here in Maine is the eastern chipmunk, the biggest of all the chipmunks at up to 11 inches long and no heavier than a D battery. They are a rusty light brown overall, with a bold black stripe down the center of their backs and a pair of black stripes surrounding a thicker white band down each side. Their bellies match the white fur that surrounds their big black eyes, and they sport a narrow, heather, gray-brown tail. This blend of fur color helps chipmunks camouflage well on the ground, but they have another physical adaptation that allows them to stay out of sight longer. Their cheek pouches. These cheek pouches can expand to be three times the size of the chipmunk's head and can store all kinds of wild foods which these omnivores can easily carry to an underground cache for later consumption out of sight of potential predators. Chipmunks are not true hibernators. Instead, they go into torpor, meaning they do experience a deep sleep, but they wake up every now and then to visit the food storage room of their underground burrow. They will even emerge from their burrows on warm winter days in search of fresher food. On an early February day this winter, when the temperature almost reached 40 degrees Fahrenheit, in fact, I watched a chipmunk stuffing its cheeks with seeds while sitting on the forest floor adjacent to a rotting log that would provide a quick hiding place if necessary. So if there's one tip we can take from chipmunks about how to survive our changing weather, it's this. On cold days, stuff your face and take long naps. And on unseasonably warm and sunny days, head outside, spend some time with friends, soak up the sun, and gather up some fresh snacks for later. 
You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Have a nature question that you want us to answer in our show? Simply reach out to us. Theme music was by a pileated woodpecker made available by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phenology. (laughs) 